0: If you're listening, you've officially checked in. We've created
1: a podcast to give you an exclusive peek into our discussion of subjects that sit heavy on our soul, sharing our raw experiences, faults, and growth, being our authentic selves in our purest form, in hopes that we encourage you to push through your own journey. So here we are, giving you all of us, no, no secrets, no lies, just bills. bills. I'm Sarah. And I'm Swaya. Welcome, Welcome to Soul Spills. happy soul spill sunday today we're back with another episode we're going to be talking about toxicology today i want to start this off with a quote actually it says we all have to recognize where in our lives we are the most toxic to ourselves and find a way to plant something infinite there so i feel like when we take that quote and apply it to our lives it forces us to really think about where in our lives we're the most toxic to ourselves i said i wrote this february 4th 2019 i let love overrun my life I forget that life needs balance, then I wallow in my own sadness when things come crashing down. I neglect myself and forget to give me the same time and attention I give to everyone else. I let myself get comfortable in my position even when it's time for a change. I carry pain with me for years. Anger is my initial reaction. I want to be nurtured but fail to nurture others. I give into my emotions easily and let them consume me. I overthink into the worst scenarios. When I wrote that in 2019, And I read it now. I realize I've grown in a lot of these places, but then at the same time, I still have a lot of work to do in the same places. I think toxic traits happen when we never really stop to evaluate our lives and evaluate our flaws and hold accountability for ourselves and to the people around us. I think it's easy to get caught up in our habits and never take the time to stop them or realize how it's negatively affecting us or how it's negatively affecting the people around us.
0: I think being toxic to oneself is being your own distraction, your own enemy, because it's really you versus you. So the sooner that you that admit that there's room for improvement is the sooner you start your journey to heal because mm-hmm. you have to open that door and basically tell the truth about yourself that you're not all there you're not all perfect you have your flaws and you know the sooner you realize that is when you can
1: accept a new beginning yeah i like that it's it's you versus you Mm -hmm. and that's the hardest part is a lot of people don't ever want to um face the demons that they're running from a lot of people don't ever want to look in the mirror and face themselves and accept like hey i'm not perfect you know i I do have flaws yeah because it's easier to blame other people Mm -hmm. than yourself you know and i feel like that's the most toxic type of person i mean we are all toxic in our own ways you know but the most toxic types of people they're the ones who refuse to hold themselves accountable for their own actions they blame everybody else until they have no one left to blame and then they just distract themselves into an oblivion and there's a million things in this life you can distract yourself with you know health stems from realizing you're flawed and realizing you want to do better for yourself and for the the health of people around you when someone hasn't self-healed
0: that's when they're interfering into other people's life mm-hmm. and that's when it becomes toxic yeah like, and there's power of manipulation controlling being selfish because you start to emotionally
1: blackmail other people around you so that you can make yourself feel better you can easily tell someone who's broken versus someone who's healing because people mm-hmm. who, who are broken you know they wear it on their sleeve their uh, their actions are a reflection of themselves yeah the self-hatred self-hatred they're angry at themselves though they're mad at the world they hate themselves, because so they hate aggressive. the world. They, yeah, it, it mm-hmm. shows in a million different ways. And you can tell, like, why is this person just such a negative ball of energy? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because they never worked on themselves. They have baggage that they've been carrying around for years, and it's turned them into a bitter, angry, per- like depressed person. So I, I feel like, you know, when toxicity sits that's when it simmers and it boils and it just it comes out in really ugly ways it's so important to cleanse ourselves
0: mm-hmm. when
1: we feel toxic habits happening and toxic habits you know they it's like when you think okay how do we where do we pick up these habits from you know it stems from everywhere it stems from your parents your, your household how you grew up
0: I think most of us aren't aware of our bad habits that's why they're called habits mm-hmm. and it's caused because we don't think before we act you yeah. know if, if everybody thought before we acted, then nobody would, you know, have flaws and do the things that we do. And bad habits, like you said, they come from your parents and stuff. So letting your past dictate your future is setting your own self back. Yeah. And you can't let a bad memory of what you went through in your childhood taunt your future.
1: I always think about this. Like, how you were raised, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to undo any bad habits. It is Mm -hmm. your responsibility to make a new beginning and and create new ones. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's important to hold yourself accountable. It's important to, when you reach maturity, you know, you can only be ignorant to it for so long. It's important Mm -hmm. to one day just evaluate, like, okay, I am this way for a reason, now let me undo it. Let me undo the baggage that I've carried due to other people placing their baggage on me. I feel like that's why a lot of times family can get really toxic, because... You're just like surrounded by people who don't work on themselves.
0: Yeah. And I, I think honestly, the bad habit that I have within myself is procrastination mm-hmm. because I feel like everything has to be so perfect. Yeah, and
1: perfectionist?
0: When it comes to what I want to do for myself, like business career-wise? wise, okay. yeah, career wise. Like, and I never put things out because I'm just sitting on it. Like, no, it needs to be this or this is not oh, the right it's never time. Good enough, or, for you? Yeah. And it, you can't think like that. Every business is like, you're literally taking a chance, you're investing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have lows, highs and lows, you yeah. know.
1: And there's no real perfect time to put something out. Never. You can't wait for perfection.
0: The perfect time is always now. Yeah. You know, and so that and then another bad habit that I had within myself is always expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. Like I would tell myself and I would like, oh, if you expect the worst, you can't, you know, you can't be bad You mad. can't be disappointed. Yeah. Mm. But expecting the worst is that's what you're manifesting And manifestation is very powerful And if you're constantly looking at the glass half empty Instead of half full Then you'll never win in life
1: Yeah, if you expect the worst You're going to get the worst Yeah,
0: because that's what you're projecting. That's what you're putting out there
1: So how have you grown from that? Do you still feel that way?
0: No, definitely not You know, I think that Honestly, I think that's more of something that I heard like um, People around me say growing up Like, well, if you expect the worst Then Mm. you won't be disappointed But that's not the way to think Yeah
1: I think we hear a lot of toxic sayings growing up. Yeah. And it becomes part of you, like, this is just how you think. And then when you grow up, you're like, okay, wait, why do I think that way? That doesn't Mm -hmm. really make too much sense. Yeah. You start to
0: realize that (laughs) your parents are also going through their own journey, and they Mm -hmm. don't know it all.
1: Yeah, you start to realize your your parents are flawed. I think Mm -hmm. when we're little, we view them as flawless, kind of like heroes. Like, we look up to them. Yes. So we mirror everything that they do. And then one day you just have, I wrote a paper on this in college, actually, like one day you just have a realization. My parents are just as human as me, Mm. which means they're just as flawed as me, which means I can't pick up every single thing I see from them because some things they're doing are just a result of their own toxic traits. And I have to create my own habits for myself. Toxic
0: family, I really believe that they can bring you down Mm -hmm. in so many ways because it can be really
1: draining for you yeah um and it can pass like it it can go unnoticed for a long time because family can be you can be blinded to what your family does it's so easy generational curses right there yeah curses that carry on that you think you start to think certain things are normal simply because it's how your family acts but then you step out of that bubble of family and you realize the rest of the world doesn't act like this like this is not normal people who are growing don't act like this I think it's very easy to get taken advantage of by your family because they act like victims. They give you ultimatums Mm -hmm. to choose whatever you're doing in life or
0: who you're with, or they give you ultimatums because they feel like they're entitled. They
1: feel like they're entitled. They expect, they don't appreciate, they expect, they don't respect your boundaries. Mm -mm. They don't respect your boundaries. I feel like that's the number one thing when. Toxicity starts to creep in when boundaries are crossed. And I feel like family is very unapologetic and they cross boundaries without ever recognizing or apologizing. Because they feel like
0: you're always going to be there. They They treat you
1: like a possession, not like a person. Mm. And
0: they make you feel like you're never going to be enough. When I think about jealousy, I don't really think about jealousy from people who are are not close to me. I think about jealousy from family and friends because they're the closest ones to you. They're the ones that knows what's going on with you, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of that happened within families. If another family member, sibling, or... They never got that chance to do that in life or they're just like
1: watching their life pass by and they get jealous of their own yeah they start to try and see what how can this benefit me if somebody else is successful in the family okay what mm-hmm. can i get from it how can i benefit from this it's it's hardly ever yeah, sense of entitlement appreciation yeah it's entitlement now it's like okay well now you owe me this because i raised you because uh, I don't know I, I feel like that. that's a mindset I see in a lot of parents is because I raised you you owe me this or living through their children's life because yes. they didn't fulfill their purpose in life which is your own excuse yeah and you cannot put that on your children because then you get disappointed when your children don't live their life the way you wanted them to live and mm. then you know a, a naive child will think it's their fault they'll think they did something wrong they'll think they're not living right because they're not living to your standards when in reality our children don't belong to us they're not our pets we are only in control of our own life we can't put all you can do is steer steer them the right way give them the tools of life Mm -hmm. and steer them exactly you give them tools i feel like that's the best thing a parent can do is just guide don't expect don't Put pressure on your child to be the next big thing. Don't make them afraid to make mistakes. Don't make them afraid to live up to your expectations. Just guide them. Just let them make mistakes. Let them come to you because that's your only role in your child's life is to be a guardian angel to them, not a dictator. And I think a lot of us just listening to this episode,
0: we realize that we're already stuck in generational curses mm-hmm. that we don't even realize. Yeah. And um it really does start with your parents. Yeah. Like you have to look at your parents because they have to look at their parents and so on yes. and so on and so on. And your environment doesn't make you you need to, like, start to – we need to pick up – pick it up to us to create our own foundation. Decide how you, know, you want to live. break barriers and generational curses. Yeah. Because negative powers – I mean, the negative patterns have the power to determine your future for yourself mm-hmm. and for your own family and your parenting style. Yeah. And then that's when you become toxic to
1: yourselves mm-hmm. and your children. And there you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So And the longer you wait to – evaluate your life the more baggage you have if you wait oh. 30 40 50 to say oh i'm stuck in a generational curse look at how much damage you created like take it upon yourself now to evaluate your life and get rid of generational curses step out of the box do things that make your family uncomfortable but that make you happy because curses will follow you for a lifetime if you don't take the time to break it you know it's scary when you break it it's scary being judged by your family thinking you're not living the right way because your family doesn't approve but guess what there's an entire world out there waiting for you to fulfill your purpose and it's bigger than your family like we're all flawed human beings you have to do what feels good to you and don't be afraid to do it just because your parents might not support it that's their own issue within themselves and i always think about this like i would just feel so bad if my daughter felt like she couldn't make a mistake or like she can't live her life a certain way because I placed unfair expectations on her. Not only that, you want your children
0: to come to you. So not giving them a, a platform where they can feel comfortable and, and they have an open door to come talk to you about anything, that just sucks on its own. That means that they have to feel like they, they have to go through life alone. alone. They can't answer, I mean, ask questions, mm-hmm. you know. And we see a lot of stories about teens and, you know, people committing suicide. Mm-hmm. And that's. I feel like that's... Not to put it on certain parents or anything, but I feel like it could have been been helped and and avoided if they could have spoken to somebody.
1: Because people who commit suicide, especially teens, it's like you have to think, where was their mind at? How alone must they have felt to feel like there's no way out? You know, when you're a teenager, you don't know the world. You only know what you know, which is a certain amount of years of living. So at that point, it's up to your parents to guide you through to
0: check on you to to come in and check on you when they come from from school saying something Mm -hmm. you know just how was your day and let's talk and just starting a conversation with them I feel like a lot of parents Mm -hmm. get wrapped up in the world They,
1: they forget that they forget about their children because not forget about their children but they forget to check up on their children because they get caught up in their own struggles I mean there's a lot of factors that play into it I know when I was You know, just going through puberty, that's when you start to feel emotions. That's when you start to feel depression, loneliness, like emotions you've never felt before. And it's very confusing and it's a lot to deal with. And I know I didn't feel comfortable going to my parents because my dad would always throw it in my face like, I pay for too much for you to be sad. I do too much for you for you to be unhappy. Like my depression wasn't validated. So I felt very alone. I didn't have a platform to talk to my parents. So I went through a very, very, very rough adolescence, and that's why that platform is so important, to just let your child know, like, whatever you're feeling, it's okay. Whatever you go through, it's okay.
0: I think that, for me, it was um, different. I was very quiet growing up, but my parents definitely allowed me to talk Mm -hmm. and voice my opinions to them. They always tell me to let them know how I feel and be honest and, you know, not lie, and... I, I got a lot of questions answered growing up, and I think that helped me a lot, like my mental, yeah. you know, because um, I did realize some of my friends couldn't talk to their parents about things, about sex, or what is this, or what does this mean, mm-hmm. or how, what happens when you feel like this, you know. Exactly. Um, I do thank my parents for allowing me to open up to them,
1: because I definitely don't don't know what I would do. To yeah, be, feel yeah. trapped in your own mind. Your mind is a matrix. It's easy to get lost in it. Yeah. I see that now just with your relationship with them you say you could talk to them about this this and that and it's no problem and i'm like wow i wish i could talk to my parents about that i wish i had that open relationship with my parents and yeah, but you know what's going to push you to have that open relationship or because that's what you missed exactly you know? yeah, exactly I that's always breaking a generational curse right there for yourself mm, that's the silver lining that's so true i always think about how I want to raise Aura. Like, every way I didn't like how I was raised is how I would raise Aura. Like, you know, being open, asking questions, encouraging her to be her own person, step outside the box. I I don't want any of these curses to follow me. Yeah, because you want your kids to be better than you were ever. You know? Always. But yeah, that's why I I just push myself to grow. And it's interesting because nobody really um, grew in my family. Like, nobody really promoted self-healing and self-care. So... Mm -hmm. I had to figure that part out on my own. Like, I, if I do these things. I react out of anger and I don't like it. Why do I do that and how do I change it? It's like, okay, I, I do this because I see my dad do that. The instant he gets mad, he blows up. So I did that. And now it's like, I have to take it on myself to question it and change it. Now I have to realize, okay, when I get mad, I can't just go off. I can't just explode and expect people to put up with it. It's damaging to myself and to the people around me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's very, um, there's a lot of weight that comes with, undoing habits there's a lot of challenges that come with it but it's so critical because otherwise you lose people in your life that you don't want to lose you lose people you love without and you only can blame yourself at that Mm -hmm. point exactly it's for hurting others because everybody else everybody has a responsibility to heal themselves and if you're being a toxic person to somebody else you can't get mad at them if they don't want to be around you anymore
0: i've been in that position
1: many times when i had to realize okay i am the problem i need to change and I'm grateful that I have changed. I'm grateful that I have this... Um, that I'm mindful enough to grow from certain things that I didn't like in myself. Yeah. I think for me, it was the other end of the stick of being around
0: toxic people mm-hmm. and, like, wanting them to grow. Like, you know, but you can't want something for somebody else. And then yeah. being around toxic people, it can really put a toll on you. It's draining. Yeah. Um, and it's like they're kind of, like, taking advantage of your love. They're, your love for them, you know? And I, I, I think for me, it was hard for me to step away from somebody who's being toxic, even though I know they're being toxic. At what point would you step away? Like, when would you draw that boundary? I mean, I feel like they're all different type of situations, all mm-hmm. different type of relationships. You know, it can be friends, the person you're with, it could be family members. It, it's hard for me because um when I love somebody, I want to be there for them, even yeah. though they're drowning. But sometimes they start to, instead of you trying to help them get out of the pool, they're, they're making you drown too, you yeah. know? you can't fight somebody's battles for yeah, them. Yeah, definitely not, so. Me, I, I think I'm still learning. I know I'm still learning yeah. how to step away from people because, you know, I have people in my family and that I feel like that are toxic and mm-hmm. I'm still learning. It's it's hard. That, you know, I sometimes I go back wanting them to help them, but you can't help anybody who doesn't want to help themselves. Exactly.
1: You can't help anybody who's stuck in a curse that they're blind to. They don't even know that they're stuck in it.
0: Or sometimes they know they're stuck,
1: but and, they just yeah. don't care. Yeah. Because... There you go. Self event like, you know, feeling entitlement. And then they they feel like, well, this is just the way I am. Mm-hmm. Put up with me. Like, anybody who thinks this is just the way I am, deal with it. Like Then I'm that's here. when you walk away. Yeah. I feel for me. Yeah, that's when you walk away because then that's when it's damaging you and there's no potential for growth.
0: Because they just don't want it for themselves.
1: Yeah. And you, yeah, you can't want it more. You can't want it for somebody more than they wanted for themselves. That's just the cycle of life, and that's I realize I gravitate more towards people who are interested in working on themselves, who are interested in growing and not being stuck in their ways. And I'm repelling from people who are just stuck in their ways.
0: Yeah, I think th- uh, the same for me. I'm, I feel like I'm choosing my friends wisely now. Mm-hmm. I don't really have many, and I let go a lot because at the end of the day, th- people didn't even live up to the word friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. That, and, um, yeah, that
1: word alone holds a lot of weight.
0: Yeah, so I think, I feel like my my circle's more solid mm-hmm. It's smaller It's smaller, but, but it's smaller. more solid than it's ever been Exactly how I feel And um, I just want the right people around me Who's going to push me, motivate me mm-hmm. Who's, who's going to be there for me when I do need a word And it's a judge-free zone Healed people
1: attract healed people Or people who are on the path towards healing Attract people on the path towards healing And then you realize mm-hmm. you have a, a a friend group of elevated people because, you know, like, that, I always say the energy you put out is the energy you get back. and Or
0: birds of a feather flock together. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it goes two ways. Yeah. Like you said, how you're speaking about it, how you attract the good people around you because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or you can go over there and be not shit and
1: birds of a yes. feather flock together. And then you yeah. have a whole circle of friends who... Circle of the demons. <laughs> yeah, and then but you guys think it's normal because yeah. that's, what you're, that's all you see in your circle. So you think, oh, this behavior is normal. Mm-hmm. when in reality it's not nobody's elevating everyone's bringing each other mm-hmm. down
0: you're doing you look at five years later you're doing the same shit everyone's yeah. doing no i don't want that yeah i don't want it
1: for myself i'd rather be alone than go through that oh yes yeah and that's this that's what i realize about being alone a lot of people be alone if they find themselves alone they don't like it they feel uncomfortable but then you have to realize well why are you alone why are you being separated it's because you're on a higher path don't be afraid transitioning. Of being alone. transitioning is uncomfortable and transitioning you can't go you can't bring everybody with you You cannot bring everybody with you on your way to the higher path because that's just going to weigh you down and then you're not going to grow. You know, if you try to bring dead weight with you, you're just holding yourself. Hopefully just by them looking from the
0: outside, looking in that they just see that and it it motivates them or wants them to, you know, Mm -hmm. deliver and, and come forth different ways. But that doesn't happen for everybody. Yeah. And you literally have to give them to make that decision themselves.
1: Why do you think we have more tolerance to put up with toxicity in our relationships as opposed to our friendships?
0: because love is deadly Mm. there's two different types of loves you know when you love somebody like you know you're super vulnerable you're putting your walls down that person knows like damn near everything about you Mm -hmm. like you're going through life with this person day by day that's your partner so when they're on their low moments you feel like it's your job to pick them up Mm -hmm. but then you realize the scale is kind of weighing down on you it's, it's all coming down on you. Yeah. Because you're constantly picking this person up. And it's not fair. You know, you're supposed to put 50-50 into a relationship. Sometimes, you know, it could be a little less or more. We're humans. We're, we have our down moments or whatever. But when you're constantly,
1: like, picking some, under the yeah, way of this person. Yeah, then it that's when it becomes so toxic, you know. Exactly. And that's how do you step away from that. Because I know love is blind. It's deadly, like you said. It's so easy mm-hmm. to just, I love him. He'll do better. Or she, I love her. She'll do better. It's easy mm-hmm. to get caught up in love and... When you just realize nobody you know, wants to change for themselves. as the same thing as we
0: said as friends. Mm-hmm. You know, friends is a little bit more easier because we don't have to go through things with them day by day. So it could be like, well, fuck you then. Like, right. you know, all I right, it's bye. easier
1: to get rid of a friendship yeah. than to get rid of a But when you
0: live with somebody and you're building a relationship with that person or if you have kids, those are things that make it harder for right. you to let go mm-hmm. because you have a whole foundation together, you know. So it's really selfish for the other person to just sit there knowing that they're just, you right. know, letting you take the downfall because they're unsure of their self or they're not as confident within themselves. They're not healing. They're not even trying to. Like you mm-hmm. know, they're just like, oh, well, I know this person's gonna be here for exactly. me forever. And that's
1: when you have to go. exactly. That's why I feel like relationships can get real comfortable. Oh, comfortable, tricky, sticky. Yeah, which is what I'm saying. How do you get out of that that cycle when you realize you're trapped in it because you have so much history with this person? You're in so deep with this person. You have when
0: history doesn't outweigh the bad that Mm. keeps coming you know if that history does not outweigh the bad that keeps on coming then you gotta say goodbye and put yourself first
1: when it requires too much of you when it leaves you drained more than anything when you feel exhausted after dealing with this person when you put more energy it takes a toll on you yeah Yeah. it takes a
0: toll on you in all types of ways yeah and that's when I'm saying like love is deadly because it can really feel like it's killing you inside is that love I think I think there's all kinds of forms of love. Like it could be love, but that's when it goes toxic. You know? Exactly, I feel like, like it's love, but then rotten. yeah, it can rot over time. And if you're not doing anything to fix it and put in and heal it, mm-hmm. then it's just gonna deteriorate, and there will be no more love. Like yeah. you know,
1: I feel like there are things that creep into love. It's kind of like when you leave food out on the counter, and it's like starts to mold and get nasty. I feel like it's the same thing with love when it starts to just like you said, deteriorate and the same type of arguments over yeah, and over, over again. And over. You're having the
0: same argument, you know. Yeah, that's when or it turns rotten. No one's listening to each other anymore. You're or somebody feels like they're other. the leader. They have to control the person or you know, there's so many things mm-hmm. that can make, you know, yeah, a relationship fall.
1: Yeah. I always viewed love as healing. I always think like love heals. Love doesn't hurt. Love heals. I feel like there's other things that cause the hurt. I feel like, you know, it's what we say, it's these toxic traits, it's manipulation, it's it's self-hatred, it's all of these things that can creep into a relationship that you have to be aware of. And then you have to distance yourself and then you have to repair. You know? I, it's always a, I think a love cycle. does hurt though. Because really?
0: love is not perfect like you don't literally find the perfect person like oh my god this is perfect like this person is perfect everything's perfect but we're never gonna have an argument we're never gonna fight um we are just see eye to eye every single time it does not happen like that well, yeah and we know that because there's so many even thriving relationships with people who've been together for 50 years or so and so you know they tell you you know mm-hmm. you do have your ups and downs it is a roller coaster but it's like what are you going to settle for, you know? Like, what's going to be, what's okay?
1: Yeah, where's your your standard? Because, you yeah, standard there's,
0: yeah, where do you set your standard? Because there will be somebody, you know, Keith might be more up than me right now, level-headed and everything, and I might be uh, just combative with myself. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the other way around or whatever it is. But just having love for that person, being getting them to, you know, realize where they're going and what they're doing and just relaxing. Mm-hmm being in each other is like literally like healing each other because that's what you have to do for each
1: other and I, I do think love hurts you do have your moments but I feel like people hurt I feel like the flaws that people have hurt I feel like relationships are flawed because people are flawed I just view it I don't know I view relationships as very um multifaceted there's a lot of different aspects of it you know it's a whole person that's a whole world you have to deal with i mean i totally agree with what you're saying i just do believe that love hurts
0: you know i Mm -hmm. don't think it's easy i don't think it's perfect i think it's trial and tribulation you know it's everything above and what we say (laughs) when we're about to get married you know i don't think it's easy i don't think it's supposed to be perfect and i definitely think it hurts but it could be a good hurt you know we have our moments and you know as long as it doesn't come toxic that's when it's just it's overbearing and it's most likely time to move on. How would you say you protect your your space when it starts to get toxic? How do you protect your peace? That I'm learning right now. We're four years in. We just celebrated our four year anniversary. And I think we still have a lot to learn, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to respect each other's boundaries and spaces. That's one thing about us that we're learning because we're very similar when we get upset. You know, we'll blow up and say what we got to say and then we both turn into mutes we won't talk for like mm. hours or you know as long as we need our space but i think walking away yeah for me is finding my peace like yeah. if he has to walk outside and take a walk and go walk the dog or if i just need to get outside the house and walk away or just go to the other room that's finding my peace, peace. Mm-hmm. you know instead of shouting and saying negative things and triggers that you know are going to push this person's yeah. person's button because we know each other mm-hmm. you know i thought we do that we push each, each other. other yes th- yeah you're trying to hurt that person and that is not right and yeah. i have to work that on work on that within myself because i will push your button of if course. i feel hurt
1: or or you're you're pissing when you're in me a bubble off of anger oh yeah that's
0: how, what happens but you literally have to check yourself at the door like yeah. no i right. love this
1: person i respect this person i'm not going to do this before you even let the anger in because once you let the anger oh, in yes. it's going to come in full yes. force so you're yes. right it, it is a i think it's a mental practice as soon as you feel it creeping up check yourself mm-hmm. realize this is about to get real ugly let me walk away Yes, it's hard though. It is, you know, hard. in that moment, like you're like, "What'd you say? Excuse me." Yes. Did you mumble if something? The other person doesn't control themselves. No. Then that's when it's even harder. Yeah. It's a, it's a temptation. It's two people like, battling. Oh.
0: Yes. Yeah. So you know, I realize if I want peace within myself, I'm going to have peace because he can look stupid yelling at me yes. to himself. He can look stupid calling me names mm-hmm. or this, this, and that. Or you didn't do this or right. whatever. Okay, bye. Let me go to the another room. And now you got to argue with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once that anger leaves his body, who's going to be feeling down Yeah, not you. Exactly. So. I think it's respecting each other's boundaries and finding your peace, which for me would be walking away, going, just removing myself from the situation. Re- yeah,
1: removing yourself. That's I'm learning that. Me it, too. Like you said, it is very easy to get um, just dragged into it when mm. you feel the, the emotions creeping up and. It's getting heated. It's easy. You, it's like you're at a crossroads. You can go one of two ways: either you walk away mm-hmm. and do it right, or you get sucked in, and then you have a whole mess to clean Adding up. Adding more fuel to the fire, exactly. and then you, you know, know it's an explosion. It worse, yeah. Rather than okay, let me just let this spark. Let me walk away from this spark, let it die out, and then come back, and we can work on it in a healthy way. Yeah, I think health is all about boundaries. I think the opposite of toxicity is health, and I think to promote that, it's all about boundaries. Where you set the boundaries for yourself how much you allow other people to cross over them.
0: Mm.
1: And removing people from your life who refuse to stop crossing over them or who just keep taking it too far. You know, there's boundaries in all aspects of life. With every single relationship you have, you have to have boundaries. Otherwise, you get taken advantage of and it's easily crosses over into the line of toxic.
0: Yeah, I actually love that because I feel like if more people set boundaries for themselves, <laughs> in the beginning of lifetime, they wouldn't have to deal with so much bullshit that they went through. Exactly. But nobody really teaches us that. We have to learn. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with shitty relationships in our past that we went through. Or somebody might have cheated and you allowed that to keep happening because of the love for this person. Then you probably went with somebody else who did the same thing. Yes. Or, you know, just all types of r- friendships, you know, somebody being controlling or this or that. And mm-hmm. then you keep allowing that person and you realize you never really set a boundary for yeah. yourself
1: i mean i know nobody taught me about boundaries i didn't know anything about boundaries until i got hurt from a lack of boundaries and that's when i started creating them boundaries it's like a a barrier it's protection it's you're building walls around yourself you're protecting yourself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you're building a sanctuary in yourself and in in yourself essentially because
0: i feel like i come off setting boundaries for myself and depending who it is and how much love i have for that person then i start to like break them down like Mm -hmm. you know let them down no yeah and that's why I said I go back to it's hard for me not to deal with it's hard for me to let someone who's toxic go because I see so much potential in them a part of you always I see that yeah I I see the good in them Mm -hmm. and I want to believe the good and I want them to see it too and I want them to to win but it doesn't always happen like that right. and then you get the band end of the stick
1: and your hand bitten you know yep yeah. and you have to bring yourself back to the present moment just because you see what they could be doesn't mean that's who they are you have to take them for who they are in this moment yes. And Stop trying to paint potential. a different picture. Yes, cuz that, that's in your head. You you know what they could be, but that's not who they are in this moment. You have to take everyone for who they are at this moment, what they're giving to you or what they're not giving to you. And what and what they continue to show you. If they yeah. continue
0: to show you that, then you got to go. Like you have mm-hmm. to walk away.
1: When somebody shows you their colors the first time, believe them. You can't count that on somebody else to change. That's some that's a battle. No, that you're we're literally hoping at that point. And you're um, taking advantage of your own self. You're disrespecting your own boundaries by doing that. Disrespecting your own self, I your own, own self-worth. Yeah, a lot of times we get hurt because of our own lack of boundaries. We get hurt because we let people in way too far. We refuse to speak up. You know, I know that's a huge thing for me is speaking up, having a voice. And my family, my voice was shut out because, you know, oh, kids can't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're the child, you're the youngest, um, you don't get to speak up. And I realized that's how I've gotten so hurt because I carry that habit with me. Like, oh, I don't speak up. Like, let me not speak up because I'm a kid. But I realized, no, my voice is powerful. My voice is where my boundaries lie. I'm going to speak up if you cross a boundary. I'll either speak up or remove you from my life. My boundaries are so important to me right now because that's where my growth lies. It's my growth is in between those boundaries. And if I let somebody else cross over, they're affecting my growth and nothing is worth that.
0: I think that, um, like how we said, we had opposite parents and my parents allowed me to speak up. Mm-hmm. I think certain, I had to teach myself that not everything needs to be said or doesn't, not everything has to have an opinion, you know, um, because I think I got myself in a lot of trouble that way. Yeah. <laughs> just saying whatever the fuck. Was how, on your mind. Yeah, it was on my mind how I felt and that's just what it is. I'm mm-hmm. super blunt, but... You know, you have to choose your battles. Not, not everything. You're not just because you feel you're right doesn't mean you're right. Or sometimes uh, I say things and it comes out very harsh. Yeah. And you know, it's not even my intention to hurt somebody's feelings, but that's just how I am. Like when I say it, I just say it like that. I don't sugarcoat it. Yeah, that's how my parents said shit to me. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, I had to teach myself that you know humans are emotional. But you do have
1: to have a balance between emotions and logic. And you have to think, you know, not everything deserves a reaction.
0: Like, even within my relationship, I have to realize I need to speak with more love instead of just Mm -hmm. talking to someone. Because then sometimes they can't hear the message because the way i'm delivering it uh yeah and then they might feel like i'm talking down on them or even though i'm just giving them you know
1: yeah. advice or whatever it's
0: the way i'm your delivering tone, it yeah my approach. tone
1: yes some people turn their ears off at the door if you start yes. yelling if you start attitude you know it might just be a battle that you're you're gonna lose because yes. that person's already has their ears turned off because i've i've heard a million times of people telling me like no you're absolutely right but i don't like the way
0: you said it that mm-hmm. you're just too hard or you're like you know it's easier if
1: you want people to listen to your messages then give it to them in a way that's they can absorb accepting yeah once you do that if you deliver it the right way and they still don't listen okay at least that's you could say that you did their your choice. best that's but. definitely their choice
0: but yeah no i'm definitely I, I learned to speak with more love because i want people to know that i do love them and i'm always coming from a humble place i don't want them to feel like i'm bashing them or you know and i don't want my, my kids to feel like that it's another thing i know my parents were like do 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 you can't you know and i'm okay so i don't want them to feel like that like i'm just on top of their head like, like suffocated that. like yeah. on
1: their back because then that's gonna lead to them doing things behind your back trying to mm-hmm live without you knowing because you're gonna get on them for everything yeah i feel like freedom space that's very important too in any type of like family setting relationship setting friendship setting you know people just need their own space to live make their own mistakes do do what they're gonna do because i feel like regardless people are gonna do what they want
0: yeah and and love them from a diff um a distance friends if they're toxic let it go. Same for family, but you can't really let right, it's not it go a, it's not that so easy. much. Yeah, because they're literally going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. You cannot talk to them or whatever, but just love them from a distance, you know? And mm-hmm. hopefully they grow and you get do get a better relationship if not. I I've literally had to teach myself to love certain people in my life from a distance. Yeah, and I that's I've the healthiest way to do it. So sometimes. much more at peace since I've done that, mm-hmm. you know. I don't have feel their troubles on top of me, or I feel like I have to. What are they going to do financially, or this or that? I, it's not weighing on me. It's anymore. not your I burden literally anymore. Have, yeah, it's not my burden, yeah. and I feel so much at peace with myself, and that I actually focus on
1: myself. Yeah, I definitely distanced myself from a lot of family because I realized they disturb my peace more than anything. And you know that whole blood is thicker than water. I don't believe that at all. No, I feel like I definitely don't. just because you're born into uh, a family, I don't feel like every person in that family has to like. You have to treat them like family. You have to be around them. You have to cater to them. Like, no, I definitely feel like my my friends. I feel more of a family bond towards them than certain members of my actual family, like cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever. I've I've never really felt. I don't know. All my relationships with them have felt forced because it's just so surface level and i just don't like the people and they don't work on themselves and i'm just like i don't want to mm-hmm. be around you guys because you disturb every ounce of my peace so let me distance myself i'll love you from over here but i'm not going to bring myself around you
0: i'm not going to bring myself down to yeah,
1: just to please you just to put yeah. up this image like okay we're family so i'm here like no i'm, I'm gonna do what makes me happy that's it thank you for tuning into soul spills follow us on instagram at soul.spills to see our visuals and learn more about us Follow us on Twitter at Soulspills for daily soulful tweets. We'll tap in with you guys next week for another Soulspills Sunday.